Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Remember, worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its trouble. Worry empties today of its joy and usefulness. Worry is always about tomorrow, but it always affects me today. Here's one I want you to write. By curing worry, we have time. One of the most valuable commodities we have. We have time to invest in expanding the kingdom of God. Isn't it true worrying kills any good feelings or fun feelings you are having before you started worrying. It's such a downer worry. It's so far away from what God has intended for your life. He wants you to be able to relax, taking things as they come, letting him show you how he wants you to deal with them. Pastor Mark will be instructing you how to begin to turn over the worries, large and small to God. You'll be reminded of how much God loves you and what awesome plans he has for you and how to incorporate his thinking and actions into your life. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. He'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Philippians chapter 4 with part 3 of his message. Transfer all things to God with thanks. So if I'm filled with worry, that means my prayer and worship is down because I haven't given it to God. I haven't committed it to God. But when my prayer and worship is up, my worry is way down. See, that is the cure to worry. It's transferring the cares that all of us have that come every single day to God because He cares for us. What transferring our worries to God simply says is this. God, I trust you to handle it. Jesus in Matthew 11 says this. Let me read it to you. It's in the message translation. Are you tired? Wore out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me. And you recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, Jesus says, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. You see, when I transfer my cares to God, I can live freely And lightly, I can be at rest. Wow. Now, that doesn't mean there's not going to be any more trouble. This world has always got trouble. But I'm not doing life alone. I'm doing life with God. 
That's huge for all of us. Now, let me just stop for a moment and give you a little caveat. Everything I'm teaching you is promise to believers. There is no promise for an unbeliever. See, the cure to worry is a relationship with Jesus Christ so that I can go to him in prayer. If you're not a believer yet, you have no relationship with God. You're still trying to do life by your own wisdom and strength and power. It won't work. So, like us, as Christians, you're here this morning, and you have the very same worries we have. But you have nobody to pass it off to. Because you don't have a relationship with God. There'll be a point in your life where that's going to register up on top. And you're going to go like, hmm, I, I, I can't handle this stress. Why do you think we see so many suicides? Why do we think we see so many divorces? Well, the next wife, next husband is going to be the solution. No, it isn't. The problem is you. See, the greatest need you have is not the worries in here. The greatest need you have is forgiveness. And at the end of the service, I'm going to give you an opportunity to come and be able to roll your cares to somebody who cares for you. It's God. That's what we do. That is the amazing privilege every one of us as Christians have. Do we deserve it? No, we don't. But that's part of the package. It's huge. Now, there's another part that we kind of forget. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, notice what's highlighted in yellow. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. Part of our prayer and worship is to be done with thanks. That's what I do often at that green light. Just simple thanks. I thank God for the... When I came this morning, I came to a green light. I thank God that I had a chance to teach you today. Do you understand what a great privilege it is for me to teach you? I love it. God helps me do it. It's my privilege. And so I just said thanks. I I wouldn't want to be anywhere else than right here. Teaching God's word with his anointing. To you. You see, we are to transfer our worries to God with thanksgiving. Saying to God, I love you. I'm thankful for you. I appreciate you so much. I'm glad there's somebody to take my worries. Look at 1 Peter. You're right there. Look at verse 7 again. Cast all your anxiety in him because what? What's it say at the end? He what? Do you understand that God cares for you? You see, what should I be thankful for, Pastor Mark? What, what simple things can I do? Oh, that's 25 sermons. But let me give you three little things this morning. First thing to write down, I should be thankful because God cares for me. In that verse in your Bible, just write your name right after it. Instead of us, just put your name in your Bible. So Pastor Mark, writing in your Bible is not good. Writing your Bible is great. Way better than your memory will ever be. Just write in there. And the next time you read that, you're going to go, wow, God cares for Mark. Okay, I love it. You know that word in the Greek means constant, ongoing, and unending. So the first thing I have to be thankful for this morning is God cares for me. I want you to turn to Psalms. It's the Old Testament, which is filled with thanksgiving. It's right in the middle of the Old Testament. 
So you can go to the book of Genesis and like halfway through the Old Testament, you'll find the book of Psalms. Go to Psalm 116. I want to give you two more things that we can be thankful for today. They're huge. Psalm 116, verse 1. Notice what David talks about. He knows that there's things in his life that he's powerless to change. So what's he going to do? He's going to transfer them to God. Notice, I love the Lord, verse 1, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy or help. Because he has turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. Notice the second and third thing to write down. I should be thankful because God hears our prayers. He doesn't just, doesn't just care for me, but he actually hears my prayers. And more than that, the third one is, I should be thankful for God knows how and when to answer. Notice in the passage, David simply says this, I will call on him. And I know he will answer my prayer. When? I don't know. How? I don't know. But God will answer. See, God alone knows the plans he has for us. They're good. And his plan will always work things together. I don't know how he's... When when I hand these cares to God, these worries, I don't really know how he's going to work it out. I couldn't work it out. But I know he's going to work it out. And as I do that, I'm saying to God, thanks. I'm trusting you. You've heard my prayer. You care for me. You're going to answer me. And when you do, fantastic, because that one is gone. Now, in a moment, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. If this ever happened to you, have you ever confessed to God about worrying about something on Monday? And on Tuesday morning, you had it back again. Let me see your hand. Okay. Amazing. It's amazing. Monday. Oh, God, it's too hard for me. I can't handle the guy. God. Oh, Pastor Mark said, cast all my care. And God, hey. Tuesday morning, you get up and you go, wait a minute. How did this thing get back here? <laughs> Been there, haven't you? Well, what do you do? God says, I don't want it now. <laughs> well, I'm glad he didn't say that, aren't you? What do I do? Same thing I did the first day. I give it to who? Just give it to him. And I'm up. And I'm ready to serve God. It's so easy for us to pick it back up again. Now, when you understand that, the cure of disease goes to loving hands and an almighty God. And the fifth cure is kind of the result of what that looks like. Verse 7 in Philippians says, The peace of God will rule your life. But here's number five. Write it down. Once I transfer those worries to God, guess what happens? I get to enjoy life and invest the valuable time I say, I want you to turn to Matthew 13 for a moment. Matthew 13, first book, New Testament. Matthew 13, verse 22. Understand this. 
Satan loves the disease of worry because it not only affects me spiritually, physically, and emotionally, but it robs me of time. There's three things important in life. God, people, and the use of our time. But God didn't just put you here for your time. He put you here to impact other people. When you get to Matthew 13, 22, this is a parable of hearing and sowing. The parable is this. When the word of God goes out, when Jesus spoke the word of God, it was like seed. It went into the heart of men and women. There's four kind of hearts, four kind of souls. I don't have time. There was nothing ever wrong with the seed. As I'm teaching right now, the seed's going out to four different kinds of souls. That's what I really believe. And the enemy doesn't like the word of God going into people's hearts because if they believe it, there comes faith. And faith always is what pleases God. So look what happens to the third person who is hearing the word of God. Look at verse 22. The one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the man who hears the word. Now notice the next word. But the worries of this life, skip the next few words and go down to the end, choke it, making it unfruitful. So the worries of this life Go to the person, he heard the word, you heard it this morning, but you're not obeying it because you've got too many worries. And pretty soon it chokes your usefulness to yourself and to God. What do some of those worries sound like? Pastor Mark, I'm worried because I don't know what to do. Pastor Mark, I'm worried because I can't control the situation. I mean, Pastor Mark, I'm worried because I feel alone. Where is God? Pastor Mark, I'm worried because I know I'm going to fail. I always fail. Pastor Mark, I'm worried because I can't take any more bad news. Pastor Mark, I'm worried because I can't do what you're teaching me to do. I just can't roll it off. Well, yes, you can. The answer to all those worries is from Satan. He's there causing you to doubt the truth of the word of God. Understand what our whole passage is about. Do not be anxious. Present your request to God and the peace of God will come. So, Why am I worried about that? What makes that disease so crazy? It's because I get so tied up with the busyness of this world. Then what God wants to do in my life and through me, it squeezes that. It makes me unuseful, very unfruitful. But if I will believe God, I won't be wasting time. If I hand those worries to God, all that time that I wasted, I can now use for myself. And I can use expanding the kingdom of God. Remember, worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its trouble. Worry empties today of its joy and usefulness. Worry is always about tomorrow, but it always affects me today. Here's one I want you to write. By curing worry, we have time. One of the most valuable commodities we have. We have time to invest in expanding the kingdom of God. You see, these five cures to the disease of worry, they're not theory. We have to put all five into practice on a daily basis. 
just like any medicine. Some of you have heart disease or you have high blood pressure, you have diabetes. How long are you going to have to take that cure? You're going to have to take it for basically your whole life. It's not like an infection that gets over in 10 days and you're done. I'd like to say to you this morning, practice what I taught you today. Whenever you have a worry, you'll have a worry, oh, maybe two times a year when there's a flu season, there'll be a worry that'll come with you. No, worry comes every single day. How long will I have to practice these five keys that I've given you? How long will you have to practice these? Till you get to heaven. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. Jesus said, in this world, you'll have what? A bag of trouble. And we have it. And I don't even know what's around the corner tomorrow. Either do you. But it'll be there. Remember, Jesus said, tomorrow's got its own trouble. It's coming. Who does tomorrow got to like that? Get real. It's life. There's nobody different in the rooms. Nobody. But God is the solution. That's what we're trying to teach you today. Don't forget the green light. Now I want you to turn last to John 5.30. And I think it'll bring it together for you today. John chapter 5, verse 30. When Jesus came to this world, he came for a lot of reasons. Certainly the first one is to die for our sins. Because we had no solution to it. But he also came to show us what God was like. Jesus would say this when he said it to Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So we kind of got, he was fully man and fully God. It was God with skin on. But one of the other reasons Jesus came was to show his disciples how to live. It was to show his disciples that Jesus had all kinds of troubles in his life, all kinds of temptation, and he would show them how he got rid of them. How he lived life. Now, remember, the disciples never asked Jesus to teach them how to teach a Bible study. But they did ask him how to pray. So notice the principle that Jesus gives us. It should sound familiar to you. Look at John chapter 5, verse 30. By myself, this is Jesus speaking, by myself, I can do nothing. Now look at me for a moment. Does that sound right? He's God. But see, when he came to earth, he was fully God and fully man. But he set aside that part. He set apart that. Look at the rest of it. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just. For I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Look at me. One other time, Jesus said this. I only do those things that the Father tells me to do. What was Jesus trying to do? He was trying to say to them, I don't do life alone. I'm here showing you that you can't do life alone. I, Jesus, must do life with God. That's the only way. I'm a man. I'm God, but I put that as I'm a man. And here's what I'm trying to tell you, disciples. You can't do life Without God. And part of that is casting your care on him. Part of that is asking for direction. Part of that is asking for forgiveness. We don't do life alone. Jesus said, look at the verse again. By myself, I can do nothing. He said, well, I'm okay. I'm by myself. I'm doing life alone. I'll do it my way. You'll be a total failure on earth and a failure for eternity. I want to show you a picture of what that looks like. Doing life with God. It's the vine. And the branch, remember, Jesus spiritually is that vine. That little branch 
only becomes useful because it's connected to life. And that life is Jesus and God. From that comes fruit, peace, joy, long-suffering, gentleness, winning people to Christ. The secret is revealed. How can I get rid of this disease of worry? I simply cast my care on God. And that relationship is the key. I don't do it alone. After I've cast my care on him, I still trust him during the day for wisdom and direction. Where is that going to come from? It's going to come from the word of God. I want you to see something. You need to understand that God is there for you. He loves you. He cares for you. He has a solution to any problem you have. I don't care what's in your bag. God is the solution. The secret is not hidden in a vault somewhere. It's right here. I just gave it to you. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now look at this. Don't copy it. You won't have time. Here's what God told us. Here's the secret. Worry about no thing. Pray about everything. Transfer all things to God with thanks. And then live today. Rested. Refreshed, encouraged, and free to follow him. That's the lifestyle God wants for us. And we can not do it unless I transfer that to him. And he's able, more than able to handle it in your life. So Christian, this morning, let's enjoy life. Let's practice this in your quiet time every day. That's where joy and peace come from. That's the light that he wants. And see, then I'm fruitful. Then I'm sharing about Jesus. Then I'm going to my neighbor when they're going like, man, I got this thing. I can't handle it. Well, are you a believer? Well, not really. Let me show you how you start. And I want to end with this before I leave. If you're a non-believer, somebody that hasn't trusted Christ yet, in your bag of stuff, of worries, is something you can't handle. And you'll never be able to handle. It's called sin. Sin separates a man from a holy God. So, Pastor Mark, I'm going to be good enough. You'll never be good enough. Pastor Mark, I'm going to do lots of good things. You'll never do enough good things. No church can change you. No man can change you. You can't change yourself. You can't get rid of the disease of sin. I want you to see this as my sin today. When Jesus went to the cross, he took my sin upon himself. And he died. The wages of sin is death. If you don't take care of your sin, you will die physically and spiritually. You'll be separated from God forever. The cure is in the open. The Bible says it like this. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Well, Pastor Mark, I've done too much. No, you haven't. Pastor Mark, I'm too young. No, you're not. Pastor Mark, I'm too old. You're definitely not. Today, Pastor Mark reminded you that it's impossible to have the peace of God unless you're in a proper relationship with Him. He also taught about living in God's peace. When you're worrying instead of worshiping, you can't find God's peace. Giving thanks and enjoying the life God's given you will help you to live life to the fullest and be a beacon of hope to the world around you. You don't have to wait to hear another message from Lessons for Living. 
Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com to access our archive of messages on various topics and books of the Bible. Subscribe to our podcast as well to receive updated teachings as soon as they're made available. We're so glad you joined us today, and we'd love to connect with you. Feel free to contact us with your questions and prayer requests at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. This ends the teaching, Transfer All Things to God with Thanks. Next time, Pastor Mark will begin, The Peace of God Can Be Yours. He will continue unpacking what the scriptures say about attaining the peace of God. He'll contrast how the world tries to reduce stress and find peace with the method God says will really allow you to achieve lasting peace. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in. And may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.